Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Epitome of Woman podcast. And on this particular episode, I'll be talking about overcoming black trauma. Um, For those who are aware that black people have endured um, centuries, um, at least 2,000 years of systemic racism throughout the history of the globe and the impact it has had on the African in America through the diaspora experience um, since the birth of this nation from now. For those who aren't aware of this, um, the U.S. economy, the U.S. government system is built off the institution of slavery, um, the exchange of labor, uh, slave labor for goods, um, creating a system of capitalism, creating a system of um, top CEO with slavers or workers at the bottom receiving the lowest pay. Um, that's rooted in slave culture. Um, so let's get into it. Um, I guess to start off where I just left off is um, black people, I want you to understand that this knowledge isn't to enrage you. Um, but it, if it does enrage you, allow it in, accept it, accept that it is the spirit of your ancestors from many, many centuries who have pushed you to reach this point and their suffering boils in your blood and allow that to fuel you, learn how to channel that rage higher. Um, if I sound very mono or low, it's because I'm tired. I've been up working all night and um yeah, but black people understand that this information is critical for your development. Um, your ancestors suffered so that you didn't have to. So don't carry the burden, but allow your lightness to be rooted in their wisdom, in their suffering. Allow yourself to be grateful, blessed, um, forgiven, even when you don't want to. And keep that in mind. So the first thing I want to just go over in this episode is just accept that the system of um, white supremacy, the systemic racism uh, still exists today in 2020. Um, But most importantly, learn and recognize the impact that it has had consistently on the black community, Um, black and brown. But I'm not black. I'm I'm not brown. So I don't speak on Latino affairs because I'm not Latino. I'm not involved in the Latino community. I have no knowledge of it. I'm curious. I've been open doing some research, learning the arts, but that's not my forte. But um, um, recognize the impact that white supremacy or systemic racism has had continuously on the black experience in this country is key in understanding the importance of progressing your personal life as a black person. Um, Systemic racism has in the form of our education system um, by intentionally teaching us history from white eyes or white lies. Um, The perfect example would have been like learning about Christopher Columbus and all the American wars and learning history from a white victorious standpoint. Point, blah. Um, A lack of nutrition um, with most grocery stores carrying junk food or corner stores with junk food in black neighborhoods. Um, 
no black owned grocers, a lack of resources or funding to black farmers. Um, that's another form of systemic racism when black people can't control their own nutrition and diet. Um, again, lack of government resources, uh, basically a lack of funding to black owned businesses, uh, redlining. Um, if you don't know what redlining is, it's a period where they wouldn't let black people move to the suburbs and was forced to live in ghetto neighborhoods and forced to live in crime-ridden neighborhoods when they didn't want to. Um, poor spiritual relationship, um, believing in a, a God that's far away in the sky that they pray to, pray to, pray to, but don't require no action. Um I'ma just leave it there for this podcast episode. But in result of all these continuance of systemic warfare towards black people, um, black people are very spiritually misaligned from themselves. And uh, we gotta do a very big community service of realigning us back to our spiritual lightness, our spiritual strength, our power that's divinely born into us. Um so it's, I encourage black people to just really learn about the system we live in because um, white people in this country, uh, life is based upon choice, um, freedom. Um, and black people don't know their freedom. Black people are robbed of their freedom through ignorance. You're born free. Nobody can't give it to you. But the lack of knowledge of it will make you think you're still enslaved mentally, whether you consciously know it or unconsciously. And now we're trying to get black people to like get in alignment with that power of making life what they want it to be because that's important. And um, just getting us back to this power in ourselves and realize that we can be as godly as we were endowed to be because it's in our birth. It's in our blood. It's in our melanin. So um, if you haven't, please uh, read the ISIS papers by Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. If you have seen the movie Baby Boy uh, starring Tyrese Gibson, that movie is built upon the theory that um, Dr. Francis Cresswell had about um, the bastardization of the black male in the black community, how he's bred it to be a baby. And a lot of black people don't like that movie. It's like it's ghetto, quote unquote. But um, if you get past the stigma of blackness, that's something we have to also overcome as black people. You'll see the message and the importance and how it spoke to the black man in a time where there was no proper, honest representation of his condition to free him. So please read that book, um, The ISIS Paper by Dr. Francis Chris Wilson, if you haven't. It's very enlightening about the psychological warfare of how it just hides in your um, subconscious mind. Very good psychologist, where she did most of her practice centric into Washington, D.C., where I'm from, um, living there, growing up there, seeing a lot of continuation of black destruction, alcohol, drugs, poverty, crime, poor nutrition, um, a lack of black wholeness, a, black, a lack of black unity, a lack of black awareness sent me on this big spiritual journey, creating me as the person that I am. Um, making me very grassroots because most of my black people are in the grassroots, very earth-based people. We don't like to be far from the earth, no matter how progressed we are um, as a whole. So learning systemic racism, black people, I love you. And let's get on that wave. Um, second, we need to learn how to acknowledge the coping culture 
as a black community, um, as an actual country, is is really killing us as people. Um, consumer culture is linked into coping culture. Um, the more you have an insecurity, the more you lack a self-knowing that you are enough, the more companies can profit off of your insecurity. Um, but specifically for the black community, we have a very big drug culture whichever your vocation is, but I want you to understand as black people that drugs is not part of our culture. It has been systemically put there through um, governmental warfare. Um, a lot of our drugs don't come centric to the Americas. It has come from missions or connections to foreign countries. Um, black people around this time of the 60s, 70s, 80s, didn't really have the power economically to travel to places like India or South America to import drugs properly. But for some mysterious way, they've made their way into black communities around this time, um, destroying the black consciousness, um, increasing crime, increasing incarceration, decreasing family structure, decreasing black ownership. And uh, nothing in life is a coincidence, not even nature. Not even not nature's laws. So I don't want you to think that these things are just part of our culture just because. Because they were placed there. Um, and it's important that we remove them. Um, black people incline themselves to drugs in these times because there was a lack of opportunity. A lack of progression. A lack of jobs. A lack of freedom. Uh, segregation was still around or just getting out the way. And... Most jobs wouldn't hire black people after World War II, so they had to create drug markets to create income because what's a person to do or a man to do when he needs to provide for his people? He's going to do whatever he must to survive. But just understanding that that was a different time. Um, right now, we're not living in that time. And right now, we're just coping with the continuation of the psychological warfare of society and um in order to reach our optimal health our most supreme spiritual health we must remove substances out of our psyche um living in an altered state of reality isn't real which is why you have to continuously consume drugs continuously induce it um drug culture is strongly rooted in escape culture um it's because we don't want to exist in our current circumstances but the more we can accept the circumstance, the more we can sit with it, the more we can walk out of it. And um, drug culture is a placebo spirituality. Um, the spirit lives in our vessel, our body, um, traveling through our kundalini or our spinal or our chakra system. There's a continual flow of life. You don't need nothing to fuel you. It is naturally in you. And um. Black people have to really tighten up on that. If you do, that's you. Um, but let it be something that's recreational, not, I guess, necessitate. If that's the fucking word. Excuse my French. But don't let it be your breakfast in the morning. Um, it's a tool. Once you can control the psyche, you can control the whole person. And Next, um, forgive your family, black people. Um, again, like I said earlier, black people, white people have 
walked into this country by choice. So has every other immigrant group, whether they felt like they had to leave and flee circumstance in their own native countries. We don't have no other place but this place in this present moment. If you do, then shout out to you. Um, having that extended branch in your tree feels amazing. It's important. And don't ever be ashamed if you have ancestral roots back on any other land or soil. But for those who don't, I want you to understand that that lack of awareness of choice, that lack of awareness of self-knowledge must be understood and create compassion for your fellow black family. Um, for those who don't understand, a lot of black people grew up in very broken households, broken um, familiar relationships, absent fathers, mothers, drug addictions, um, incarcerated parents. And this is the black normal, meaning there's a lot of people, um, disproportionate numbers. Um, if you do not relate, that does not discredit this reality. That's okay, too. But um, a lot of the black scars aren't self-inflicted. Um, but again, it's that lack of community knowledge understanding like the bigger picture of our community how it impacts all of us that's what's making us miss the healing process um we see our personal journey what our parents have done to us but we don't see how multiple black parents have experienced this and that should raise questions um i grew up with parents that battled with drug addictions and um for a long time i used to be very resentful for them um, very hardworking parents, good jobs, homeowners, but they had character flaws. And I spent a long time healing and forgiving them for that. But a key component in my healing was seeing how a lot of things impacted black people on a social level. And um, seeing how the black man has been deprived and beaten and broken continuously throughout history. Seeing how the black woman has been raped, abused, and broken continuously to hate herself. And um, learning how we've been hurt as a unit, um, learning how we are as a community, it, it really inspired and made me forgive my family and um, pour healing into them. Have conversations that I wish we could have. We used to argue all the time with no progress, ass weapons, all kinds of stuff. But learning the trauma of the black community and then seeking the tools for healing i made sure to bring those back home now i have conversations with my mom and my relatives and i'm able to heal and forgive and speak light into areas that need it um so black people accept that black progression is a young concept we are really in this new age of progression we are one of the first generations we are at the one of the first times in black history in this country where we're not being unless we're not aware of it yet or it ain't too obvious yet but we're not being systemically hindered um the government isn't really focused on massively incarcerating us right now or blocking us or openly destroying us through drugs and um since the 70s, under Nixon, under Reagan, under the Clintons, um, the government systemically um, used government dollars to hinder us. And 
ruin us and right now we have this new open arms culture and as you see there's a, like a lot of new black entrepreneurship um a, a new black consciousness is being created so be patient and be teachable because a lot of the older generations need us um be an example um make it normal be okay be proud of it but most importantly just forgive because a lot of that trauma we grew up with that wasn't the, the fault of our parents. That was just what they was born into. And unlike them, we have a choice. And, um, yeah. So, um, remove victimhood. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the next step. Like, don't hold yourself back. Don't do that. Um, victimhood is a mentality. And this isn't the, to discredit from the experience um, that people go through when they endure abuse or domestic violence or whatever hardship they go through. But I mean the internal component. Um, you can't control what somebody do to you. But you can control what you believe. And once you give somebody the power over your life, you become a victim. But I'm asking everybody to take that power back. Um, in nature, there are no victims. It's the law of hunt or be hunted that is the law of nature it's just reality and um when a person believes themselves to be the hunted they become defenseless they lose their power they just surrender to being a, a weakling or whatever the case may be but i'm asking ourselves to no longer operate with the chains of slavery or systemic um hindrances um a lot of people in the 80s and 70s became defeated after assassinations of so many black leaders um, that left a psychological scar that is a war tactic um, making an example of one to put the fear into thousands um, but I'm encouraging you don't let that fear of death hold you back because what you live for you'll die for but let your work be full um, be okay with being an outcast for a while um, oftentimes when we take new steps or we do radical things, we we become rejected by our family members. We become seen as weirdos or whatever the case may be. But don't let that fear hold you back into acting what you think is normal or toxic that we create as positive in a black community. There's so many things we've been detoxing lately as a black community that's bad and reframing our love languages and reframing how we treat our children. But first we gotta accept that we're not victims to the the trauma we endure. We're not victims to none of this. And the more we can accept that we can stand up on our two feet and protect ourselves and fight for our right to exist and protect our sacred space. Um, that's important as a person. Don't Don't give your power away. Don't let nobody take that from you. You own that, that's yours. You, you die for that. Um, but when you operate in a victim mentality, you don't do that. You surrender. You lay your head on their, on their foot as they chop your neck off. You don't do that. You die with honor as a person. Um, grow in community. Um, community is important. Um, black people begin getting aware of what it is to be in a black community. Learn black society. Learn what it tastes like, what the foods taste like, to be exact. Um, learn your men. Learn their struggles. Learn their voices and how many colors it comes in. Um, learn your women. 
learn your sisters, um, learn the power in being a black woman, a mother, um, and become part of the solution. Um, if you don't like seeing drug dealers on the corner in your neighborhood, hold them accountable. If you do not like seeing your children miseducated, go to the PTA meetings. Um, if you're tired of seeing four liquor stores on two blocks, go to your local Senate, your mayor. Um, but you must learn the power of community, of unification, of organizing. Um, because the more you look at it, the more you'll see there's not much black community. Again, we are coming out of an era of black people having no choice. So most black people will blow most Black neighborhoods are the result of circumstance, of government-assisting living. Um, but the more we grow in our community and our power, we're going to have to consciously redevelop what it is to be black in our personal neighborhoods. Um, grow the black dollar. Oh, that's so important. Right now, we are functioning in a society where dollars is your voice. That's just how it works, unfortunately. And black people are going to have to reestablish a relationship with that. So if there is no black business in your neighborhood, which one are you going to open? Um, what is the black economy? It can no longer be drugs. Drugs don't fuel your stomach. It doesn't fuel your education. It doesn't fuel any damn thing but a f placebo high. So that's your only black community, um, black economy. Start to think about what do you want to see fueling your black dollar. I'm starting to see a lot of people get involved in um, selling sea moss, uh, selling elderberries like tinctures and teas. And I'm seeing a resurgence of black healing. And that's what I like to see because it's like a development of um, business based on black antiquity of who we was in tribes. And I don't know. I, I just like seeing it, to be honest with you. And lastly, people, praise your kids. Um, become hand-on in educating them, teaching them life skills, coaching them. Beating your kids is not how they learn consequence and solution. Beating your kids tr creates betrayal and distrust, and it feeds the system of slave and superior. Um, but be teachable grow with your kids um, I've worked in youth development for over 10 years and one of the greatest sickness I've ever seen was how uninvolved black parents were with their children um, so I encourage you to hold your kids close learn them and just understand that your future is in their present and um, how you shape their clay shapes the next legacy and generation of blackness. Um, and that's pretty much it for this episode because there's a lot that I do want to go over in the blackness of us because I've realized how much there's a lack of conversation. There's a lack of common knowledge in what it is to be black, black history, black politics, and black intellect. And a lot of spaces that do talk about blackness um, just love to focus centric on media or entertainers and not block black grassroots and um yeah. Until next time, people
thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of Epitome of Women podcast. I hope you got the medicine you needed. Be sure to head over to epitomeofwoman.com to subscribe, donate, and leave feedback on what you like or what you need more of from the podcast.